You're listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we play games badly and then talk shit about them. And here we are in another year, 2023. Yes? Yes. 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 I'm still not used to writing it yet. I uh, No, I, it hasn't come up. I <laughs> You've just uh, been avoiding it? Yeah, I just don't. No, I'll, I'll give it a little bit and then we'll see. <laughs> Well, we are here in our fourth season, fourth year of podcasting. That is just ridiculous on its own. It's a bit weird. Well, I usually get bored after a week of things, but... I'm lucky to get through like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen that in you. Yeah. But anyway, we thought we would get together and just talk about the year that was and the year that will be. So 2022, for me at least, was kind of a bitch, <laughs> at least mentally. Um, I went through a couple of things and was not in a great state of mind for a good portion of it, um, which is... It is what it is, uh, but just a reminder to people to speak out if you need. Um, if you need to talk to somebody, by all means, just reach out to somebody, us included. You won't get much intelligence back, but we're here. Sorry, but that's not what we're here for, right? Like no, different <laughs> people bring different things to the conversation. Some people bring intelligence, others do not. Um, but I'm sure there are other things of value that they may have. Stupidity. Yeah, look, a name chatter. That's <laughs> we're that's always important. we're always good to be laughed at. See, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and look, I suppose the other half of that is yeah, new year, new us, new all that shit, right? But the same shit is still going on. Oh. So January one does not mean that everything that happened last year just stops. No, and that's no. a bit shit too. <laughs> um, this year has started out. Almost worse than last year. So let's uh, let's drop that in the bucket right away and move on, shall we? Dying. Look for for all that it was. Two thousand and twenty-two did have a number of highlights, which we wanted to address and speak to you guys about because a lot of you guys listening, not that there's a lot of you listening, uh, are a good portion of the great things that. Yeah. Great things, great times that we had in 2022. So we wanted to share them with you, give our little highlights of the year, see if they match up with yours. I mean, they probably don't. But... Probably not. And it's not like you can talk back to us and we're no. going to hear you. So. And, and honestly, if they do line up, you guys need to aim higher. <laughs> Please aim higher. Like... You don't want to be like us. <laughs> anyway. So, 2022, we did 25 episodes last year, which is pretty much one every fortnight, which is about what we're aiming for. So, 
I was quite I, happy about I'm that. Chalking that up as a win. Like, I think so. Look, there were a couple of standout episodes uh, for me. We did um, early in the year. We did a sit down with the Nerd Fairy with Rich through the dice. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we also had a, early in the year we had a conquest giveaway. Yes. Yeah. So and sitting down, chatting to the guys that know stuff. Well, guy that knows stuff about that. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of interest and, and and good to hear about a game that we know very little about. Honestly, it feels like all of the episodes where we had other people than us. <laughs> Generally better. Yes. Where we don't talk is good. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect format for an audio medium. Yeah. I mean, ironically enough, the most listened to episode was our wrap-up of All Systems Go, which also had a guest. So take what you may out of that. Um, Although that was closely followed by the stupidity of our Ask Us Anything episode oh, people which, again aim higher uh, i liked i i really enjoyed I that one i had a that lot was... of fun and um I but again we should revisit at some point i feel like this what is what happens when we don't generate the content yeah true yeah it's very true we just answered questions it was great uh as well as our little podcasting thing um i also joined mitch at the massive attack podcast for his 12 days of christmas this year and i had a lot of fun with that that was i really enjoyed that episode that was probably my favorite episode that i recorded last year so screw you jace (laughs) i mean also fair Uh, (laughs) um and look frankly not recording a podcast on those other weeks that was that was right up there (laughs) When you didn't have to do stuff, <laughs> you could just chat in the Discord and uh, do your own thing. Speaking of Discord, look, the um, one of the things that, that I'm most proud of from last year and, and most grateful for is the amount of people that have jumped in our Discord, started conversations about random things and, and causing me to have to make numerous different channels so that we could talk about said things and not distract from other things. Um, but yeah, the number of people in Discord, Discord has been quite busy, which has been good. A lot of people talking about things that they love, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, Yeah, go on. I will say that this whole concept of a, a, a forum or something that has different channels for topics and, and all that kind of stuff. That segmentation works the opposite to my brain. <laughs> so it does make it very challenging to engage with in a linear fashion because I link a lot of these things. And a lot of the time it's like, oh, which which thing do I post in the thing that I'm thinking of right now? Because it's related to this and that and the other. It's a very confusing medium. Just go by the first thing that comes in your brain. Oh, yeah. Is that for the chat channel? Okay. Yes. That's the first thing I thought of. Done. Go with that. Go easy. Yeah. Don't stress <laughs> your little brain too much. Just, 
I mean, I, w- I will say, given the levels of permissions and things that I have in this one, it causes me less anxiety than others because I make the rules. Yes. Um, but in every other Discord, I mean, it's terrifying. <laughs> is this is this for this channel? Is it for the I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, find myself chatting in a lot of other Discords. A couple of two cents here and there, and and uh, I will not even make an appearance in some of them for months on end. Uh, I just find that ours has got enough for me. Absolutely. But not equally, too much. A- equally, I'm really bad at letting that little, little white thing that says this channel has a new message in it. <laughs> like that, that thing is not my friend. You got to click could, on it. If I could turn that off, I would be a much more productive human. <laughs> no. Why do you want to be productive? What do you? What have you got to be productive about? I mean, nothing. But I would. Yeah, I, I feel like it makes me an adult if I'm thinking about these things. It does not. But <laughs> no. I can pretend. Playing with little toy soldiers on a on a board that makes us adults. Correct. All right. Good. I'm glad glad we got that sorted. Um, we did. A number of events and a number of tournaments last year, um, all of which very, very proud of, very grateful for the people that participated and, and showed up. Uh, I think, I don't know, just, this is just personal opinion, but uh, Thoughtless Bowl 3, why so serious? That I was probably the most nervous going into. Yes. Um, the most overwhelmed on the response of and the yes. most shocked and astounded and the, the general support that we got. So I think that was probably the, the biggest surprise. Yeah, no, definitely. I, it was something that we, we started thinking about at All Systems Go and we had so many ideas going back and forth and back and forth and every single idea we thought of was very much, yeah, is that going to work? Is that good? People, I think people are going to hate us. Are people going to hate us? I think people, you, no one's going to like this. We're bad at this. We should probably just stick to a format that everybody knows. Um, there was are a lot people going to hate us more? I think it's Yeah, the I mean, <laughs> is that possible? Uh, but no, absolutely. Between just you know the the voting with the feet, the feedback we got afterwards, the general feel of the, on the day, um, as well as feedback from people who weren't even playing, like just yeah. the kind of input and and stuff that happened. It was yeah, that was absolutely the the best way I could have capped off the year, um, as far as sort of events go. I, I I don't know how we do better than that. I feel like we just retire. All right. Yeah, Sounds down on top. Yeah, no, I totally agree with all of that. I mean, I, I said it before in the wrap-up oh, episode that we did of that, but, um, you know, patron, new patron, Russell, who joined on that day, um, wasn't playing, just happened to be spectating that day, and his response and his reaction to it was my favourite thing of the whole day. Yeah. Seeing somebody not involved just greeting from ear to ear and and overly excited about this game that he knew nothing about kind of really summed up 
I think what ev- the attitude that everybody was giving off that day. Yeah, it it yes is the yes. moral of the story. <laughs> um, in is particularly in uh, very aware that broadly there is a very large, very competitive. I mean, good natured, but still mm-hmm. competitive blood bowl scene. Um, that focuses on consistency, that focuses on leveling the game, focuses on balance and all those kind of things. And then we go ahead and do something stupid like this and people just lean into it uh, and be like, yeah, no, let, let's just let's just dive right in. Let's do stupid stuff. Well, I mean, that's the theme of this podcast in general. But uh, we took it to another level with, with Why So Serious with Thoughtless Bowl 3. So... Uh, I'm so grateful that we did because what is mildly terrifying is I'm feeling based on the the response we got from it, I'm feeling somewhat enabled. Um, and I, I'm not sure that the wider community have really understood what they have now done to themselves. <laughs> Be warned. He warned. Incidentally, there's another. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, also, all systems go. That went very smoothly as well. So, for us running an event at somebody else's event. Yeah, it was eventception. Um, and admittedly, uh, again, nervous going into it only because I have run events at a convention type thing before. And frankly, it's a nightmare. Um, so it's one of those things you kind of go into going, oh, how much pain is this going to be? Is it worth it? Do I just do my own thing on a different time? But I mean, credit to the nerd fairy where it's due Mm -hmm. because broadly, like the whole thing was pretty damn slick and we just slot right in there. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Literally, yeah. No, it was good. We kind of um, like that too. It was a right down the center of the hole. And the, anyway. Images. Um, lastly, last thing I had that was a real sort of highlight on a podcasting level, I suppose, on, on a, an organizational level, let's say, more than that. Um, the last Blood Bowl Sevens League that we ran, we had 20 players, which is nuts. Absolutely nuts. More than we expected. It's definitely the biggest thing not I've ever only, Not only more than I expected, I feel like like double what I would expect. It's like we're talking significantly more. Um, not just but players, but like it, it's – I feel like, and this could just be my rose-colored glasses, right, but I'm meeting people through this league that we're mm-hmm. running. That's that's silly. That's crazy good. Um, where you know new players coming into the game, signing up, playing leagues, um, and the level of enthusiasm I'm getting from people jumping into the game, jumping straight into a league, having no bloody idea what they're doing, which I mean really fits in with with most of us if we're <laughs> honest, um, and just embracing it and and having a blast. And you know those league nights that we were running where you had. You know, 10 games going on some nights. Yep. It was just the store was full of just shit talkery and giggles and all of the best things. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it was 
infinitely more than I expected from uh, Poxy Little Sevens League um, that mm-hmm. we decided just to throw together because it, it'd be fun for us. And I think I think that's indicative of of Blood Bowl as a as a game as well. The fact that you cannot take it seriously. We've said it many times here. You can't take it seriously. It's a bit of fun. the The dice will either go your way or they will not. Uh, there's no in between. And you know you can play very well and mitigate that, but sometimes that's not enough. Or you can just have the worst night in the world. And the fact that everybody playing in that league seem to get that and understand that and know that hey like it's not really a matter of whether i win or lose it's how much fun i'm having with the game and even when shit goes bad in blood bowl it's fun and it's good yeah it is the game you need to embrace that and by default if it, if you're the kind of person that is attracted by that, you're probably the kind of person I'm keen on gaming with. So I feel like it's a self-moderating community just by that factor alone. Default, default. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say this year we, I mean, we, we run giveaways fairly regularly you know once every month or two depending on how big a prize we want to make it and how many people we have involved that sort of thing but the number of people that have jumped on and joined as a patreon this uh, last year is is quite humbling i mean all all of that goes into the prizes that we give away um so the more patrons we we have the more things that we can do which is fantastic uh, but it's really quite humbling that the number of people that have jumped on last year and said you guys are semi-adequate and i am prepared to put in money every month to the f- help you yeah. do what you do the fact that anyone believes that this thing that we are producing warrants any financial contribution at all is beyond <laughs> my comprehension. I don't get it. I'm not complaining, but maybe you should be talking to someone with a higher professional standard of education um, because what are you doing? Um, don't stop. But no, don't stop. If, but I, if I was going to, yeah, I, I would re- reevaluate some life choices. Um <laughs> Not this one, but the rest of them, maybe. <laughs> he's shaking his head here. He's, he's crazy. I mean, who, who gives money for this? I wouldn't. No, you don't. I absolutely don't. <laughs> Although, does that make it a tax deduction? No, because we're not making any money. Oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> Anyway, as far as on a sort of podcasting level and, and the thanks that I want to give to the people that continue to listen to this and, and continue to help out and, and be a part of this little community that we've got, um, huge thanks from from both of us. Um, but that's they were my highlights for 2022. Did you have anything you wanted to no, add? I, I think... Out of everything, right, there was there was events that we ran that were real, there was stuff that happened, right? But the biggest thing out of this is the fact that we continue to 
have people sign up for leagues, to have people come to events, to have people interested in the next event that we're running or asking us when we're doing a thing again. Like it's the conversations in between. It is the fact that the community is slowly growing. Like you know, we're about to start another Blood Bowl League. It's got people that weren't in the last one. Um the, the people that were in the last one haven't gone away. I mean, life happens and people kind of dip in and out, mm. but they're still around. They're still alive. Um, they're still very much a part of it. It's just, again, one of the consistently mind blowing and something that I am constantly appreciative of that, that people want to get involved in any of this stuff mm-hmm. because frankly, we come up with things that amuse us and that does not necessarily mean that it would fit the status quo for the rest of humanity um, and be something that should attract anybody else. We could be, we technically should be two guys standing by themselves on a desert island as far as the uh, the thoughts that we have and the way that our brains work, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, look, you know, the, the next season of Blood Bowl, um, we've got over 20 people, which so is, oh, look, huge, huge. People keep coming back. What are we doing wrong? No, I, well, look, I, I feel like the thing that we're doing right is occasionally not winning. <laughs> um, that's definitely helped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can so, feel a trend forming too. Says Jay's going into the final of the Dungeon Bowl knockout that we've it got. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's Dungeon Bowl. Nobody, Dungeon can, Bowl. <laughs> nobody can control Dungeon Bowl. Not even no. the players. Lisa love, love all the players. Yeah. Oh, dear. No, the, look, uh, on a podcasting level, 22 was great. It was solid. We We did a few things that we wanted to. And the responses that we got was fantastic. Um, I'm hoping that we can continue, that Thoughtless Casual Gaming can continue to give you that sort of experience that, for whatever reason, keeps you coming back. And honestly, if there's something that you would like and would encourage you to come back, like, we are open to suggestions yeah, I mean, absolutely. Our, like we can only come up with so much stuff. It's going to drop, but the standard is going to drop significantly at some point. Further. So I would, yeah, like that's, that is a chasm. What do they call those craters? They're inside other craters. There's a name for it. Anyway, um, there's Cray, a big crater one. Crater too. Yeah. One of those, but I feel like that's, <laughs> that is the danger, uh, the territory that we could be landing in. Um, but, the, the saviour could be you here and you could go, hey, I really think this is a good idea and it might be. It might also not be and please don't take offence when we tell you that. Um, but like, honestly, we're, we're keen for feedback. We're keen for, hey, we really want to do another one of these. Hey, we really like that painted pink thing that you did a while ago. We should totally do another one. Mm. Feedback like that keeps us going. It, um, and, you know... It gives you guys what you want as well. So keep it coming. We do have um, in one of the Patreon levels gets you access to a Patreon uh, channel in the Discord where you can, by all means, throw 
ideas for tournaments and things like that but it's not stopping the rest of you guys just going hey yeah do this don't do that dance monkeys yes (laughs) yes Anyway, uh, 2022, look, like I said, it, it had its moments for me, but I did have a couple of little highlights, gaming highlights, things like that, that I wanted to, to point out. Um, so last league, if you listen to the episode, you, you know I took Wood Elves, which was a team that is an agility team. It's a high risk, high reward team and one that I am not used to playing. And and the last time I played a team like that, I got crushed horribly and haven't played since. And that was a number of years ago. Uh, to do the, the craziness and bullshittingness that I did with those Wood Elves and to do as well as I did, that was, that was a personal highlight because I did not expect that. The, the Wood Elves, the massacre that I had in the semifinals was what I expected every single game. <laughs> and when it didn't come, I got very perplexed. But uh, yeah, Wood Elves was an interesting one for me. Um, the other thing I'm, I'm proud of too is, is we've got a little group of us that have been steadily going through Hero Quest. So... Um, yeah, Moose, Mike, Alice, uh, we're fairly consistent with that and, and we're pretty much getting towards the end of the Hero Quest quests and starting to think about the expansions, which is kind of fun. So that has been, it's been fairly regular, which has been great uh, and it's been a lot of fun. So that's been much appreciated in my life. <laughs> It's amazing how just that regular, like consistent, dedicated, priority thing that is actually you time. Yes. It's a wonderful beast. Um, I, I will say I leaned very heavily, like very heavily into the Blood Bowl this year. Um, there were There were weeks that we weren't playing league games, so I was playing other games of Blood Bowl. Uh, there was, you know, Blood Bowl, the new season of the, the Xbox version coming out soon. I am still playing Blood Bowl 2 on the Xbox because I don't have another electronic version for when I can't find an in-person opponent. Um, th- that is... I. It's not confusing for you at all because nah, it's using I, the old rules. Because the old rules aren't that different. Like, they're not really, particularly when the the system does the thinking for you. It just tells you what you have to roll. You roll the thing. And a lot of the changes that they've introduced are not changes that affect my play style. When am I passing? <laughs> Never. So, I did that with the Wood Elves. Well, it was yeah. weird. I liked it. I'm going to do it again <laughs> with something that isn't a wood elf and wonder why it didn't work so well. Yes. So it, you know, I've actually, I haven't had an issue 
bouncing between the two editions just because I don't think that they're different enough to cause that okay. level of confusion. Uh, and the Xbox does 90% of the thinking for me, which is, which is glorious. So I feel like I leaned really heavily. And what I appreciated from that is there was a very long time where I played 99% of my gaming time was one game. Uh, for a very long time, it was Warhammer Fantasy, and I played that religiously, and you get so involved and so in-depth, and you actually get to sort of experience and appreciate the game. And for a, a period before this, we were playing so many different games that we never really got into any one of them mm-hmm. because it was always, what's the next game? What's the next thing? and you were kind of just dipping your toe in a lot of little pools. It was kind of like running through puddles. I, I'm holding my head under the bloody water at the moment with Blood Bowl, and it's glorious. Just drink. Um, so it's been really fun, and I know I found it really fun just going balls to the wall, you know, head first into a game. But I think the the thing this year is is maybe just taking the pedal from 100 maybe back to sort of 75 mm-hmm. and giving myself some space for some some other stuff as well because there's a lot out there that is that is glorious and needs some love and attention uh, and there is always time for blood bowl it's never going away <laughs> uh, but i feel like maybe some of that time it could be spent appreciating the diversity of gaming there's there's many different tastes out there so so let's take a bite shall we indeed Hmm. um gaming wise any other points from last year you want to raise i think look the other one that i've really appreciated more than anything um, has been some of just the, the ad hoc, casual, just random, hey, let's do this thing. Let's play Marvel United, case in point. Mm-hmm. You rock up, you, you set up, you play. Nobody's brain is fried. Everybody can get into it because it's that level of accessible. So that would be a, an example. Zombie side, another classic one. Mm-hmm. But just some of those light touch where... Again, you you don't have to go full on to appreciate it because you can just – it's almost like picking up a conversation where you left it off. Like it doesn't go anywhere. You just just turn the page. It's the same stuff. You can you can kind of do it. So I think that had been my, my real sort of refresher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that, that has been the other thing that I've really just – enjoyed some of the just the light art board game stuff um played a couple over christmas break that we won't get into now but again it was just here's a new game you don't actually need to know anything because i'll show you how it plays and after turn two you'll get it that kind of stuff i'm like they're good there's so much good uh so yeah i think it's a find find another game to go just just a little bit deeper into and allow some time and then you know, perfect world. I think, you know, your hero quest really summed it up is 
where can we fit in some just regular dedicated time for something else with a slightly different flavor? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, I think that sort of thing, there's there's a lot, and I'll go into them in a bit more detail later, but I totally agree. I feel like um, as much as I love Blood Bowl, I think a lot of our focus last year was so completely on Blood Bowl that I'm not uh, disenchanted with it. I just, oh. you know, I want to play in the league and I want to play on league night, but on the off weeks, I kind of feel like I want to play something else now. Yeah, it feels like I've got a, a child that's really performing educationally <laughs> and I've got another one there that's just been neglected for a while and I, I want to kind of just give them a little bit of love. <laughs> I want to forget this one because this is my retirement fund over here that's, that's you know, going through early VCE classes. But also... Which is the kid that comes from you and which is the kid that comes from your wife? I feel like, oh, there's, there's the swings and roundabouts here. <laughs> I can't, I can't say this out loud. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, so I just wanted to touch base too, just on a couple of other things. So movies last year. A couple of them that, that kind of stood out to me. Um, the Batman, really didn't mind. I didn't mind the length. I didn't mind the, the way it was portrayed. Um, I have watched it more than once, which is saying something really? these days. So uh, then there was Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I watched while I was sick in bed with COVID at the end of the year. And that was a lot better than I expected. Like, I've never been the hugest. Like, I enjoyed Ghostbusters, but I never really go back and watch it and rewatch it. So, to see the the sequel set X amount of years afterwards, um, and it was really parts of it were quite touching. Okay, so actually yeah. worth a watch is the moral. Actually of the story worth here. worth a watch, absolutely. Uh, also. I don't know if we talked about this. Did did you see on Disney Plus Marvel's Werewolf by Night? No. You should. Okay. It's a Marvel horror film and it's about an hour. Okay. So it's a short short one um, done completely in black and white, almost mm. completely in black and white, like the olden days horror films and it's it's really well done out of all the marvel films that came out last year that was by far my favorite um and the other the other thing i want to mention is uh everything everywhere all at once which was a bit of a surprise it's it's a film that does the multiverse idea much better than anyone that actually has multiverse in the titles of their films Oh, shots fired. I love it. <laughs> I don't think I'm the only one to think that too. No, so. but I mean, it's a complex type beast, right? Mm -hmm. Sliding doors. Let's just, you've got to do it good. Um, yes. This one does it exceptionally well. 
and it's it's a an off the cuff sort of comedy, really. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm trying to remember what I've actually watched in the last twelve months. <laughs> Without just commenting on the ones that you've only just mentioned, because honestly, I, I haven't. I feel like I haven't actually watched that much. There's been stuff like Sandman was a surprise for me. Sandman was huge. Like of of the TV shows that I watched last year, Sandman was definitely the star. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like I think, like I did watch a bit here and there. Um, most of it at home, some of it in the background while I was either, you know, cleaning the house or, or painting or whatever. Um, but there was not an awful lot of standouts for me. I kind of had to to really think back, especially on the, the movie side of things. TV Sandman was the only one that stood out to me. Yeah. Um, maybe just... Reacher as well. The Reacher show on Amazon Prime was a surprise and very enjoyable. See, this is good. I just wait for your recommendations on these things <laughs> and then I go and watch the, the good ones because uh, there's a lot I just didn't didn't get through uh, and there's a lot I still haven't got to. I mean, you know, things like things I expected to really like, Multiverse of Madness as an example, mm-hmm. Multiverse in the title. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was some multiverse I mean, Black Adam was about as expected. I haven't seen that, but I've heard that Look, it's the about, expectation is, is what you expect it to be. Yeah, it, it's what it says on the tin. Um, the Batman, I, again, I was surprised it was as good as it was. Um, I had very low expectations. Um, but I think the piece that got me is it, it didn't feel like a, a Batman movie per se. It was a really good detective film and that's just not what I expected. Um, so there was, it was, there was kind of more seven than it was Batman forever. Yes. Hmm. Which not, not bad. Um, actually, all right, let's, let's just get into things that, are, uh, really me movies that got me last year turning red mm-hmm. uh animated silly red pandas the best of the pandas um that was again not one i knew what i was getting into going into but glorious um, it's a isn't it it's like a metaphor for um a girl getting her period for the first time yeah, yeah. which it's, is for a a kid's movie and it's the best (laughs) yeah i uh other stuff that was was wednesday this year or last year i don't even know now what month are we in uh (laughs) we're we're two weeks into yeah love and thunder disappointing i feel like this is just it speaks to the type of movies i inevitably watch right It's yeah, I, I really sign up for the uh, turn the brain off and tune out for a little bit piece. Yep. I yeah. Look, yeah, there was there was some some things worth watching, some things that I've watched and will never watch again. I got into a lot of documentaries this year, actually. 
things about, you know, for example, there was that Dharma show on Netflix. And for some reason, I didn't get into that, but I'd, I'd easily watch a, a documentary about Dharma. So um, last one I started was um, about Hitler and, and his circle of advisors and all the rest of it. I mean, that was because I watched Saving Private Ryan the night before and I've gone through a bit of a war series. There was uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, the uh, German, is it German version, I think? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was on Netflix and that was surprisingly good too. Bleak, but you kind of want I mean, that and expect that in a war film. Uh, yeah, all quiet in the Western Front and German. That is exactly what I've signed yeah, up for cool. right there. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, still actually some stuff on the, the, the release list that I haven't got around to watching, some that I really want to and some that I kind of feel like I have to and I'm nervous around. Um, Morbius, example. Uh, I did watch that. It's very pretty. The special effects look amazing. Full stop. Yeah, hey, okay. Conversation. I mean, the other one that got really good reviews and I still haven't seen is the the latest Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I haven't. I have heard nothing but good things about that. I know, but I really struggled to believe it, even with it being a hundred percent of the population. Uh, and I still have to watch Prey. Prey was decent. Yeah. Yeah. This is again that that's the review that I believe. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff I still have to catch up on. Yeah. I suppose it's good. There you go. Have you got a TV in your painting room? No, because then the mm. painting wouldn't get done. Yeah, that's the trick, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Something you can stick on and watch without paying attention to. Yeah, or listen I, to. Yeah, so I I mean. My default go-to there is YouTube, and there's a couple of channels that are like, yes, it's a video, but fundamentally it's audio content. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to look over, you can, but you don't have to. So, excellent. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mes- mention on just on a personal level was uh, music. Um, I read an article, uh, you know, Google is halfway decent at choosing the news articles that I want to read. I don't know how it does it. Wow, it's like magic. I just want to strip that audio back and just, so we've just got the quote, Google is halfway decent. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, yeah, no, I read this article, which was like the, the five metal albums you need to hear this year. And one of them talked about this band called Kardashev, which I have mentioned in the Discord, and how they were death metal shoegaze. And one of one of our friends here is in a Melbourne-based shoegaze band called Flying Colors, which are they're fantastic. They're really really cool, even better live. Uh, but the idea of a death metal shoegaze or death gaze, as they call it, band really intrigued me. And and I, so I put on this album. It's called Liminal Right. I put it on, and I have not been able to turn it off. Like it is now, one of the songs is now my alarm when I wake up in the morning. 
it's just it's incredible and it has such an effect on me and i listened to they did a podcast the band did a podcast going through the lyrics and the meaning of each song so there's 11 songs on the album they did about five episodes five or six episodes of the podcast um and it's it tells this story about this this elderly man who's kind of got dementia kind of lost in his memories of you know his childhood and his family upbringing and all the rest of it and goes back to his old house in the country where his family used to live but can't quite let go of the the memories that he's got there and uh ends up basically uh burning himself alive in the cottage at the end it's like it's it's a really yeah really interesting take on on you know that sort of uh, getting lost in the past, not being able to forgive yourself for things that you've done, not being able to move on and not being able to cope with things that have happened and have formed such a strong opinion of yourself. But, you know, it's the past becoming your present and your future and, and not being able to sort of differentiate between memories and what's happening now and and it was just such an interesting story all the way through the album and the album is just beautiful goes from you know there are death metal lyrics and screams and all the rest of it in it but the guy's voice when he opens up and actually sings is is incredible so i did want to mention that in case anybody wants to give it a listen because i've subjected the guys at work to it like every opportunity One, two days yeah okay. it goes on especially before we open what what i've really taken from this which is not at all what you've intended but it's fine <laughs> is the joy that i get from the naming of musical genres yes <laughs> like firstly shoegaze which i just had to google because that's where I, i'm totally down with the kids at the moment um <laughs> But then, you know, because similar to, to metal, right, where your your subgenres of metal, there is an infinite number of, yes. and they all have silly names. Yep. Um, this gets better. So if we look at subgenres of shoegaze, which is a subgenre of Indian alt rock. Um, so the you, Google is quite good. What does Google say that shoegaze What's the definition of shoegaze? So, shoegaze is a subgenre of indie and alternative rock characterized by its ethereal mixture of obscured vocals, guitar distortion, effects, feedback, blah, 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 blah. So we go through there and then it links to related musical genres. Mm-hmm. New new gaze, new spelt N-U, as <laughs> yep. all, all new metal or new music genres should. Black gaze, chill wave. Neo psychedelia, space rock, ambient music, ambient rock. It's like I just chill wave. I, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I feel like I kind of want to listen to it. Yeah. Like the the idea I get from shoegaze is that you know you sort of it's it's kind of like music that takes you on a journey, and that you end up sort of just staring at your feet while you take it all in. Yeah. Oh, it's it's kind of the 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 parallel I will draw is the it's not an official genre, right? But beard stroker metal. 
Mm-hmm. It's that one you don't rock out to, right? But you just kind of stroke the beard to and appreciate for its musical obscurity because yeah. you can't quite work out what tempo they're playing to. Um, <laughs> which, to be fair, I'm firmly into, but the other part I'm getting from Shoegaze is that episode of The Simpsons. I think it's the Hullable Loser episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, now my shoes are talking. <laughs> Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. Homer Simpsons, Simpsons Smiling Polite. <laughs> Love it. Um, shall we take a break and come back with this year? We'll look ahead into the future. We'll look ahead. See what it holds. Oh, does this mean I have to find some music? And does it have to be a gazing of shoes? <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. That's a mistake and you know it. It's another year, 2023. Let's see if we can do better than last year, hey? <laughs> Great. I mean, low bar. Low this bar. Is my favorite way to set things up. <laughs> so a couple of things I wanted to just talk about for, for this year, things that I, I want to get going, things that I'm looking forward to. Uh, first of all, events. Right? Mm-hmm. We... We did a couple of tournaments last year. We are aiming for three or four tournaments this year. Mm-hmm. We have the first one coming up. That's already been announced. So we should uh, do something about that. We should do something about that. And uh, I think Why So Serious has to come back at the end of the year. Yeah. I think if anything else happens, if nothing else happens, that has to happen. Yes. So I think I think we've been also announced for All Systems Go this year, haven't we? Maybe. Did we get talked about right. talk to about that? Anyway, I think it looks like we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing we're doing something. <laughs> so some sort of blood bowl event at all sorts of systems go again. Speaking of blood bowl, last year we had a grand total of two new teams. I mean, we got a dungeon bowl expansion, which was yeah, more tiles, a couple of extra rules. More rooms. The rooms are the fun bit. <laughs> Absolutely. When you remember them. <laughs> yes, when you remember them. God, that that plus one strength in our game that we played. Uh, I don't know how many times I forgot that. Uh, but we only got two teams. So we got Norse and we got Amazons, mm-hmm. which was, I mean, they usually do three 
three teams a year. That's I'm, still not many. It's not many. There's there's still quite a few that they can do. I am hoping for three this year. I'm kind of I don't know. I'm kind of expecting to see probably vampires at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe chaos dwarves, and then some flavor of elves. Yeah. So, so I I mean realistically they've done dark, they've done wood, they've done union, which mm-hmm. leaves high. Yep. As as the final elf option, uh, unless they decide to go completely off script. Yes, which is always a possibility. Can they get the underwater elves into Blood Bowl? Stop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, is the answer. Okay, fair Uh, enough. Not until they bloody well do high elves. Um, No, I fully expect, yeah, well, vampires, cast wolves, tomb kings. Yeah. Uh, need, need to happen. High elves need to happen. Step one, I would love an official slan. Yeah, look, I don't I don't expect one. Even if they reskin them as Kislev, I don't care. I'm I mean, I'm almost because slan were always fast jumpy things, right? Correct. I'm almost expecting Slanesh to be something like that. Like I dare say they're they've they've got corn now. They've got Nurgle, they've had Nurgle for quite some time, but there's only a matter of time before they do the other two gods. And Slanesh, I'm kind of expecting to be some sort of slan skin. Look, I I am levels of enthused if that happens. I am tempering that enthusiasm. <laughs> uh Knowing that, like, Nurgle has been a team forever. Yep. Corn is kind of, uh, it's been shuffled from the Corn Demon list, which was just an excuse to cram Frenzy in as much as possible. Let's be honest. In the same way Slam was, hey, Leap is the ongoing joke. Let's make a whole bloody team. Yep. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's theming a team around a specific skill and it just got enough popularity that it, it was warranted rejigging officially, which I super, and I love the fact that this sort of happened via the NAF rules. It got thrown yeah. into the, the Blood Bowl Legendary Edition or the Chaos Edition or whichever bloody edition it was, yeah. and then got taken from there and made an official team with all the changes and stuff. I don't care. That's, that is cool progression. It's effectively a community funded team uh, to see something like that happen again. If they get a reskin, I don't care. That'd be glorious. Um, you could sign me the hell up for Zinch and Slanesh teams tomorrow. How, how crazy would a Zinch stunty team be? Oh. With horrors. I mean, it doesn't even have to be an in-tall, all-stunty team. They did really good Beastman models mm-hmm. with the Zangors. They did really good sort of human models with the Kyric Acolytes. Those are already things that, I mean, there is a, a plethora of demons you could throw in there, um, and then you just need a horror option. Yep. Whack a couple of shoulder pads on them and you're good to go. Like, it's a team I want to make anyway. Yep. I think uh, <laughs> if, if I could find appropriate Chaos Warriors to as the basis, I would probably be playing Chaos Chosen with a Zinch-themed Chosen list now. 
but finding chaos warrior bodies that tickle my pickle with mm. the right kind of theme just is hard to do. Be better, STL people. Put out more stuff. I know, right? What is this one team a month business? Oh, my God. Let's talk about things I absolutely cannot keep up with this month or this year is the sheer volume of of teams I am accumulating (laughs) due to the, the rapid development of digital files. I have at least two unpainted dark elf teams there's uh necromantic underworld there is at least another lizardman team in there there is uh, an orc team there is so many things that i need to paint those savage orc models that you printed out so good good. and can be run literally as anything i love it um but i can't I am accumulating faster than I can, like, output. It is a dangerous, (laughs) dangerous thing that I should not try and keep up. While we're on the Blood Bowl topic, Blood Bowl (gasps) 3. Do you, supposedly, February 23rd. Yes. I have been keeping an eye on the JBs and the EBs and... Nothing is up for pre-order yet, and it's oh, frustrating. Thought I saw digital pre-orders. Maybe that might be a PC thing. Maybe, yeah. I, only because I saw a bunch of people raging about the idea of pre-ordering. Um, what? As I don't soon know. as it goes up, I am pre-ordering it. I want I it in my hands day one. I don't understand it. I don't care. But I just yes, yes. But yeah. I am. I am also assuming I can just download it day one, True. and. I will have it. And there isn't a finite number of downloads. No, no. Look, it's it's definitely coming. It should be here this year. They say February 23rd. That's the official date that they have given, whether they go back on that or not. That's another question. But that will be taking up a great deal of my Xbox time. I can tell you that much. 100%. <laughs> My Xbox time. Oh, considering pretty much 100% of your Xbox time is going to... Bob Bowl 2 currently. Bob Bowl 2. So I keep next. thinking about playing something else. I'm like, I should finish Assassin's Creed one day, but I just don't. I should finish Assassin's Witcher 3. Creed, oh, look, Assassin's Creed, Witcher, they're both great games, but my God, they're a time sink. Completely. And I really enjoy... It's not cross-system. I can't do it at all, right? But as an example, the God of War mechanics, just mm-hmm. control mechanics, are stupidly easy. Yep. It tells you to push the button, you push the button. I can come back a month later and do that. Yeah. Uh, whereas trying to remember in between extended breaks from games how things work does not work for me at all. I mean, I saw one, I was looking, I think it was yesterday, looking to see if Blood Bowl 3 was up for pre-order. There is a new Assassin's Creed game up for pre-order, and it sounds interesting. But I'm a third of the way through Valhalla, and I can't remember anything of the storyline. So, uh, God knows when I'll get back to that one, let alone have time for another one. Completely. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, on the hobby side of things, last year I my goal was to paint more minis than I bought. I had a bit of a hobby slump last year. It was not doing it for me. The thing, the the painting that I was doing was not achieving what I wanted it to do, and I was getting a bit frustrated. Um, as a consequence, I definitely bought more models than I finished painting, and I did not paint that many. I think it was about forty models last year, so it was not many. Ideally, I want to be painting a bit more this year. Um, maybe not take it to heart so quickly when things don't turn out the way I'd want them to. We will wait and see how my brain works with that. But um, I'm hoping as well to to do a few more Twitch streams this year. So the goal is to hopefully maybe get on at least twice a month and just do a hobby night and just do some painting or whatever. I mean, I, I did it not that long ago, a couple of nights ago with, um, and all I did was put models together. I didn't actually put paint on the model, but sat there with a couple of people, had a good chat and assembled cable and domino for Marvel crisis and Darth Maul and his little, uh, robot friends for Legion. So, and it actually, you know, it got me hopping for the first time in ages. So hoping aim is to do a bit, few more Twitch streams this year so that I can actually get more hobby done. And look, I'm going to echo that a little bit talking about sort of this year goals in that I feel like something that held me back in the last 12 months is an expectation of a certain standard that is not always going to work, right? Especially when you go into things with as little planning as I'm going to go into things with, right? Mm -hmm. So, I spent longer at things than I really wanted to. You kind of lose motivation and you don't finish a project and then it taunts you from the desk for however long and you put it off and it's it's that kind of thing, right? So I'm really, really happy with some of the stuff I got. I think I'm really, really happy with some of the progress I got trying different ideas and techniques and ways to get things painted. But the the kicker for me is regardless of what I'm painting for and what I'm painting and why I'm doing it is to try and take a little bit of the pressure off um, and tr allow for that trying things and allow for just getting stuff done and, and kind of the thing I preach to others, preaching to myself a little bit more that sometimes painted is better than perfect and that's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard it's hard to get in that frame of mind, isn't it? Because I quite often go into a paint session, not a hundred percent sure which, uh, with a vague idea of what sort of colours I want, but not a hundred percent sure. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes when I try something the first time, I'm like, well, that's not what I had in my head. Yeah, and there's there's actually a few painters I've, I've kind of been consciously watching the work of and, and you know anything like that where it kind of feels like that they're enjoying 
the process of painting rather than trying to achieve a desired like there's not a this is what it's going to look like when I'm finished it's we're going to we're going to paint and we're going to enjoy this we're going to try these things we're going to do it this way and it's going to end up as a piece and just that shift in head space a little bit enjoying the fact that not everything has to be super smooth and sometimes that's cool uh, like I think there's yeah, just enjoying the the process, not necessarily focusing on the outcome. Mm-mm. I mean, you know, for it, going back to Blood Bowl, it's always good to have a nice painted team on the pitch rather than grey plastic. Yeah, and you know, my my Wood Elves last year turned out semi decent, not quite what I hoped for, but still good enough. And I think I need to get back into that sort of frame of mind. Yeah. The dungeon ball team I was painting up, when I painted the colours the way I thought would work, I was like, uh, I don't think that does work now. But, you know, I was semi-committed and then just never finished them. Yeah. <laughs> so. And look, mine's in exactly the same space at the moment. It's kind of half done because I got halfway through and went, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of sort of working, but not exactly what I wanted. But I'm already committed and I don't want to redo it. And oh, this is a lot of effort. And do I want to finish something I'm not 100% happy with? So yep. that's that's the challenge of that. So I think, yeah, just enjoying the process is yep. kind of where I'm at. Aim is, I mean, I've got Nurgle booked in roughly for next league. And I have an idea of how I kind of want them to look, whether I can do it that way or not. I, I mean, I've got, what, a week and a half mm-hmm. before that league starts. I think the goal here is to try one out. If I'm not happy with it, then maybe I'll switch to a team that I have got painted and work on the Nurgle for the next league. Mm-hmm. Give myself more time to to get them done. Uh, we will wait and see how that sort of pans out, but um, more painting, I think. More than 40 models this year, please. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. That being said, I haven't put paint on model for a number of weeks now, so it's that first step I think I need to take. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, like, I, I'm also at that point now where I've got that many different projects and ideas and things and stuff everywhere and in front of me that it's a little bit overwhelming and I need to just do a little bit of a cleanse, mm-hmm. um, just put some stuff away and do one thing at a time. Yep. Uh, and it will, yeah, that, that is invariably the way I work. You get more chaotic and then eventually you crack the shits, you put everything away and you start again. <laughs> uh, going back to, to what you said too about the games, like I am – excited and enthusiastic to play some different games this year. Maybe less on the Blood Bowl, leave that for the leagues and get some more games in. Try some new games that I've wanted to play, uh, but also give a bit more time to some of the ones that we've started. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'd love to, to get a couple more games of more time in. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel Crisis Protocol, I need to get some more 
games in and, and work out exactly how that game works because my instinct with a lot of games is here's my team, there's your team, my team has to kill your team. Whereas with Crisis Protocol, that's not necessarily the case. And there are different ways of, of playing that game where you might never need to actually hit your opponent at all. And yeah. I'm almost having the the thought with that one is that's almost probably not a bad way to to kind of force that is like mm-hmm. I'm looking at some of those teams that don't have a lot of damage output and you just focus on everything else in the game because you don't have an option, right? Yep. Uh, and then you pull some stuff that can do some murder back on the table at a later stage and you've got a slightly more balanced overview of how you're going to do things. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's a good way. And, and it's kind of taking the, the, the Blood Bowl frame of mind in that the less dice you roll, the better. The dice generally you'll be rolling when you're trying to hit people or trying to defend. or And if you're rolling less of those, then there's less fails. I don't know. But Crisis Protocol is one I want to play a little bit more of this year. Yep. Uh, there's the stock standard Marvel United. It's just way too much fun. Yep. I think we, we can throw United, Zombicide, mm-hmm. any of those in happy days. Not a, not even a problem there. Um, but I think we're pretty aligned in that Crisis Protocol is one of the ones I want to at least get my head around to the point where it's a game I can play yep. uh, without going, oh, shit, how do the rules work again? What do we do first? Who, what's, yeah, what are these dice? Um, that more time for absolute sure. It's interesting. There's been a little bit of a local kind of surge in enthusiasm. Yes. Uh, which I enjoy because, frankly, the conversation kind of gets me buzzing a little bit and, even if I'm not playing in whatever scenario league thing that they run, just having it as a thing that's happening gets me a little bit itchy because uh, it's it's one of those games that I honestly could play lots, lots of. Uh, so that, and then if I go a little bit bigger scale, Kings of War, I want to mm-hmm. dive a little bit heavily more heavily, not dive heavily into, but just, again, get to a point where that's a game I can just pick up and play. Yeah. And then I can sort of, you know, pick and choose from there. But they're probably the the, the standouts in the first instance. No, I totally agree. Like with, um, I mean, Marvel United with the, the expansions coming out, Zombicide, getting some sort of sort of regular... Night for those would be great, even if it's once a month, once every six weeks or something like that. But just having that time that we could, because they're brain dead games, lots mm-hmm. of fun co op games that you play with people rather than against people. Um, and I always enjoy when we get that time in. It's it's maybe dedicating a bit more. This is the day. Let's get this happening, sort of thing. Yeah, which would be good. I mean, and I don't want to don't want to overcommit because we're already talking about a lot of games. We're talking about a lot of things, right? I could quite happily put some time into some kind of more RPG style thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But it is just finding the time, the people, the, the, 
things. And honestly, someone who knows more than I do to do all the thinking because I ain't going to. Yes. I don't get it. <laughs> Some sort of dungeon master, game master, whatever they want to call it for whatever game it is that, mm. that knows what they're doing and can guide us. Just that no, look, I, I'd be I'd be keen on that too. I'm I'm keen on finding a game, whether it's Crisis Protocol, whether it's an RPG or something like that, which can be my second mm-hmm. Blood Bowl. Something yes. that, that I enjoy playing and get a number of games in this year. Um, even if that's a brand new game, like I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, head. you still haven't played Legion. I go. still haven't played Legion. Legion was the only one which was like maybe Legion, but even if it's something I've never heard of. And I mean, um, to be fair, they're bringing out, is it Atomic Mass that have just done the Star Wars IP for something that looks Crisis Protocol scale? Yes. So there's a, a an effectively a Crisis Protocol Star Wars game coming out shortly this year, which could be interesting. I think the focus originally is, or the models originally are sort of Clone Wars era, which has less appeal for me. But, I mean, when that comes out, I'll no doubt be giving that a go, that's for sure. But, uh, I mean, there's there's new games coming, which I'm keen on. Um, Legion, like you said, I still haven't played. I want to play. I want to know if it's any good and, and know if this is something I want to pursue further. Um, there's the Masters of the Universe game, which should be arriving at some yep. point this year. I'm really hoping that fits into the kind of zombie side mm-hmm. bucket. Yep. Of just ones you can cycle through. That's that's the dream with that one for me. Yes, yes. I thought agreed. that was supposed to be coming December too, by the way. But anyway, I think they're all shipped. So. Yep, yep. There's there's stuff coming definitely. Uh, the Marvel Zombies as well. It's pretty much zombie side with Marvel, so yes. that should be at some point this year too. And the other one, which I'm keen to give a go. I don't know if I'll go more than one or two games, but I really want to try Necromunda. New Necromunda? I don't care. Old Necromunda. Okay. I, I, I have my team. It's painted. Mm-hmm. It's ready. I, I have the dice. I don't know the rules. I keep forgetting about it as a game, to be honest. And everyone's yeah. while I'm like, oh, yeah, I find these dice. I remember yeah. I had those guys. <laughs> uh, to the same point, I'm currently looking that have been literally on my painting desk for far too long, uh, Barrows and Badges. Yes. I mean, it, it really... It, it, scratches that same Mordheim itch. It's a little bit less grimdark and a little bit more wind in the willows. But, I've, again, it's another one that I would quite happily bust out some games and just play some stuff and do some things. It'd be good. Those models are so cute. They're adorable. And Random again, animals with weapons. Yeah, and they're all sitting here primed, just taunting me. I really should do something about them. That's That's my goals for this year more games yeah i'm i'm back to to the idea of diversifying the portfolio no but i i think we're in similar points there in that i just want a a backup game yep right it's the i've played a lot of blood bowl and let's just do something different just something something to scratch a slightly different itch uh, so that's definitely 
you know, when I just want to play some, a, a couple of different games, just to a point where I feel confident, I can pick up a game and just, if someone says, hey, I'm really keen on a game of this, I'll be like, yep, sign me up, I'm in, and I don't yes. feel like I'm a burden on society. Uh, so that's kind of plan A. Painting-wise, I absolutely have stuff to get done, and it's more about not stressing about the the result and, and just doing the do and enjoying the process because, I mean, I'm doing it in my downtime for me time. And if I'm not enjoying me time, then what the shit am I doing with it? Yes. Uh, so that is, that's very much that. And then if we talk podcast stuff, so I think what in the last year, what has been really good is the shift to doing more event stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Doing more tournaments, running more events, doing more things. Um, but fundamentally, I think the other half of that is still a podcast and still something that, like we said earlier in, in sort of the first half, the things that we really were highlight episodes were ones where we had different people come on. We talked about different things. There was like, I absolutely love just the shit talkery mm-hmm. episodes. I don't care if anyone else likes them. I enjoy that time. Uh, so it literally this time just talking is is good. It's fun for me. I like it and I would like to do more of it, but probably injecting a little bit more structure into some, not all, but just some of them. So we've got yep. some so we've got some more highlight episodes to talk about at the start of next year <laughs> where we go, remember that time we had this person on and they actually knew shit and talked about things and that was great. Yeah, we should do that again. It was an interesting episode as opposed to all of the ones we did ourselves. Which, yeah. to be fair, we don't aim for interesting. We occasionally aim for mildly entertaining. Occasionally. And Even aim. That. Like <laughs> aiming and hitting a target are two different things, right? <laughs> true. Very true. Well, shall we wrap it up? Yes. All right. We have a couple of things on. Let's talk about that. So as mentioned earlier, we are starting up the second season of Thoughtless Sevens at Throw the Dice. We goal is the Monday week. So it's at the 30th. Is that the 30th? Is that a bit right? Maybe. Hang on. He says looking at the actual calendar on the actual No, that's not. No, is it? Why is the calendar not doing the open? (laughs) Ugh. All right. From the time of recording, it's Monday week. Yeah. (laughs) That's really helpful for everybody. I know. Uh, I don't know why this is being a right pain in the bum. No, it is the 30th. It is. Yesterday was the 16th, so two weeks from now, the 30th. All right. 30th of Jan. Uh, at Throw the Dice, we have currently 21 people officially signed up. We have another two that are sort of just waiting on confirmation of their team and who they're playing, what's, which way they want to go. Uh, so that's 23. We welcome as many players as we can get. If you're new to the game, we will make sure that your first couple of games are against people that will 
guide you through, help you out. And, you know, it, it's more about having fun, like we said, yeah. than, than about winning. I was I was really pumped the other day. I was talking to someone about it and I, saying that we had not only, you know, more than 20 players, but people ranging from, you know, 20 years in the game to first game this week. Yes. Like that is, and it's literally the full spectrum between then. And it swings harder this way, like to the, the this week, than it does the other way. Uh, it's glorious. Uh, it's really good. And it's, it's really heartening to see so many people jumping on for for their second season or third season and going, you know, we've got people that are thinking that are coming back after taking a season off, that sort of stuff. Um, it's it's a game that you can play for shits and giggles and, you know, there is a trophy at the end of it for, for who comes first. You get your Which name in the little trophy. I actually got names for, yes, for the trophy. Names. It's sitting there at Throw the Dice if you want to have a look. Um, but ideally... That's not the goal. The goal is to, to go, we'll have six or seven games this season, give everybody a bit of a go, have a bit of fun, and then... Do it again. Do it again. Sign us up for next season so people can play other teams if they want. If you are interested, jump in our Discord. There is all the conversation going on in there and the links to sign up for the league are in there as well. Um, but even if you're just thinking about it, jump in the Discord, have a chat with us. Even if you just want like a game, just a solitary game, just to see what it is that we've been talking about, we will quite happily do that. Secondly, you mentioned it earlier, Paint It Pink is back. It is so back. And this pretty much came from a Discord conversation with somebody saying, hey, Paint It Pink was good. Can we have something similar? And so the so, event started that day. Yes. And by similar, we did exactly the same thing. It's Paint It Pink. We put a two at the end of it. Copy, paste. <laughs> yes. Literally copy, paste. I had to change the dates on the original post, but most of the rest that of it was we created the same. about four bloody <laughs> events between us. But anyway, yeah, I got that it's right. Up. Look, we we are running this until the end of February. All you need to do is take a model, show us a picture of it, unpainted or you know undercoated or whatever state it may be in, paint it, and at some level in that painting scheme, you have to incorporate the color pink doesn't have to be the whole model it doesn't have to be the majority it can be a tiny bit uh we as usual will just be running this uh for a bit of fun not necessarily the best painted model will win it's more about the most creative use of pink uh, and this we have done numerous painting events in the past and by all means we welcome people of every level from the most basic ordinary painter like myself to an expert like chase like if you want to get involved get involved just slap some pink on a model it's legitimately fun or i find these legitimately fun because it's not a project that you 
have in motion. It's not something that you're like, oh, well, here's my army scheme for this thing. You can pick up one model, just try something different. As a bit of that palette cleanser in between stuff, I've just painted 8 billion bloody ultramarines and I just want to paint not blue. Here's your option. I want to try comic style. I want to try OSL. I want to do the, I don't care, right? I want to paint something of a slightly different scale to 28 mil. Uh, I paint a lot of fantasy. I want to do a futuristic piece. Like take your pick, but it's an excuse just to paint something different with no, you know, strings attached because it's not doesn't have to be. I mean, it can be. If you want to paint your next Blood Bowl team for the next league, go nuts. Two birds, one stone, happy days. But you don't have to. Do what you want. It's the Do best. What you want. I mean, start something new. I'm I'm considering just painting up a 40K orc because I don't know if I've ever painted one. I find and you I think pink might be a, a kind of fun colour to incorporate in an orc. Um, if that leads to me building an orc army for 40k, I highly doubt it, but you know, he could. I'll and I could incorporate mock you unrelentlessly. That's fine. anyway. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's a day ending in why, you know, that usually happens. Uh, but yeah, just post a picture of it unpainted in either the Discord um, or the Facebook event. Paint it, post a picture of it painted in either the Discord or the Facebook event. We will gush appropriately. We will. We'll uh, we'll do an episode. We always do episodes at the end of these things, just raving about everybody's But legitimately, like, the, this is a chance for you to try something, you to do something, and we want to, like, we want you to be proud of that. And we are legitimately, every single time, astounded by every single entry because regardless of whether you've won a golden demon or this is your first model, you've, I guarantee you, you have done something amazing in that piece or something that warrants um, some, some attention and some focus and a little bit of that. So again, speaking of highlights of the year, those episodes yes. are, are genuinely long, but uh, some of the best for us anyway. Yeah, just giving us the opportunity to see what you guys come up with. Yeah, um, finding which ones we want to disqualify. <laughs> yes, Clinton. Um, but, yeah, we just we love seeing what everybody comes up with. The more people that get involved, the better for us uh, because we genuinely love these events. We love seeing the end results. We love seeing what people have tried, what they've done successfully or unsuccessfully by their own points of view. It's just, it's really a lot of fun. And we will absolutely spend an episode talking about every single part of every single model that we love. It's what we do. So paint it pink on until the 28th of February. So get involved now. The last event that we'll talk about, training day. Yes. So next Blood Bowl event is it's still sevens. It is on March the 18th at Throw the Dice. It is not just for beginners, as the I have been asked because of the um, title of the event. 
the title will become more apparent once we get the players pack out. But expect something kind of in the middle of why so serious and it is, serious. It is absolutely not a standard format Blood Bowl 7's event. It is not as wacky as why so serious, but the idea is to let some people try some different shit. Yeah. This is probably something you have never seen on a 7's event before. That may be for a reason. We'll find out. something we've come up with. Whether it's good or not, we don't know. But we're willing, willing to roll the dice on this one. So... Players pack soonish, um, and we have to get a few things organised for that, which we should mm-hmm. be on top of. Yes, but that is happening. It is locked in March the eighteenth. That's it from me. That is enough, right? That's mm. it, it's it's only January. Um, <laughs> uh, so no, there is. Lots on. There is lots poorly planned. There is some that's a little bit better planned, but not much. Uh, but as I said, we're super keen for another year of shindigs and silliness. So I'm I'm pretty pretty excited. So yeah, I, I don't have anything else apart from. I, mean, I know we thanked everyone a little bit, but I think we have to thank everyone a little bit again. Uh, so. Firstly, for everyone who's actually listened with us up until this point, you're insane, but thank you. We love you. Um, Particularly to Patreons, there might be some that we need to mention specifically. I don't know. Yes. So definitely thoughtless, uh, the thoughtless patrons, the most thoughtless of all our patrons, which we will mention every single episode, but um, huge thanks to Alice and Clinton. Um, But yeah, and Incredible thanks to everybody who has decided to jump on and throw a couple of bucks to help us give stuff away and run these little events and, and have prizes for people and just support us in that way. Just do things. Make us look vaguely better than we are. That's officially what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and it's good. Um Again, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to everyone for coming along to events, to, to sign up to things, to sh- entering silly painting events and things as well. I, I love it. And just for everyone currently involved either on the Discord or somehow in the community, just keeping the, the conversation alive. It's just such a cool place to to throw some chat and, and not get interneted. Yes. There's so much crap on the internet and so much hate and so much uh, negativity. And it's... it is it is a place that is doesn't have that, and I love it. It's the best. Um, but yes. In more wrapping up type things, obviously we want you to keep doing the things that you are doing that are keeping us alive. So, A, listen to this. If you're hearing this, you are already doing that. Go you. Um, you know. Subscribe, ring the bell button, like, uh, <laughs> leave a comment down below and a review on iTunes. Uh, no, but obviously all the socials, get involved, Facebook, Twitch, occasionally Instagram, Twidbean, other things that we're probably yes. on. 
do all those. Uh, YouTube, I think these are on YouTube now. Um, they are. Yep. Which I totally set up and then forgot about. <laughs> but it's great. Uh, so, again, do all those things. We will do better with the OnlyFans content. Apologies for that. Guaranteed. This year, that's a goal. <laughs> better OnlyFans content. Uh, yeah, no, totally echo everything that Joe said. So thank you very much to everyone who has supported us and the, the, the kind words that everyone has said. You know, jump into Discord, like we said, but by all means, give us your advice, anything you want to hear about, anything you don't want to hear about, um, you know, any people you want us to talk to. Yeah, games you want us to talk about, games you want us to play, games you want to show us how to play, games you want us to show you how to play, games All neither of us know and we know need to find out before we play them. Kane. Yep. Here's to 2023. May it be an awesome year for all of you. And us. And us. But more Selfishly. importantly, the listeners. But more importantly, us. Laters. <laughs> See ya. The last casual gaming. The last casual.